In this video, I will discuss some common things food processing facilities can look at to save water. The first concept that's important to understand is where costs are coming from when you look at a water bill. For most purposes, water bills are broken down into two main sections, water and wastewater. The water charge is the cost incurred from purchasing the water to use at your plant. The wastewater charge is the cost to send the water out of the plant, through the sewer system, and have it treated. These charges can be twice the amount of the cost to purchase the water in some cases, so it's important to make sure you're being charged for the correct amount of water. It's important to note that these are likely not the final costs of your water. Things like adding chemicals or heating your water can add to the cost substantially, but these will need to be calculated by someone with knowledge of your plant, as the water utility provider does not account for this. Water mapping is an easy way to see what inputs and outputs your facility has in relation to water. By mapping out the different uses of water in your facility, you can see how much you're truly spending on water use when chemicals, heat, and other elements are factored into the cost. Check out our video that goes more into depth on water mapping to see how your facility could benefit from this practice. There are several scenarios where the amount of water leaving the facility as wastewater is less than the amount purchased. Some common examples that relate to the food processing industry are water going into products like beverages or canned goods, water being turned into ice and shipped off-site, water being lost through evaporation through the use of a cooling tower, and landscape irrigation outside the plant. These scenarios would all be situations where a deduct meter could be warranted. A deduct meter is installed to measure how much water is being consumed in a process instead of being sent to the sewer. This amount of water can then be deducted from wastewater fees. There is generally a fee that comes along with a deduct meter, so check with your local utility to see if installing a deduct meter would be worth the cost for the amount of water you're being overcharged for. These fees are generally a one-time purchase or installation fee, but could be recurring depending on the utility provider. The next recommendation is about recycling water. There are sometimes processes that use water and then dispose of it directly afterwards when the water could be recycled and sent to a different process before disposal. Taking a survey of each water stream that goes into the sewer is a good first step. Evaluation of these streams will help determine if water could be rerouted at the end of a process for another purpose. This can drastically lower the amount of water being purchased depending on the situation. For example, instead of having a one-pass cooling system that discharges water after it has cooled down a motor, installing a chiller to make this a closed-loop system may be economical. Another thing to consider may be recycling high-purity water from other processes to use in a cooling tower. Because some of these systems can use millions of gallons of water annually, reusing water from other processes can result in a huge cost savings. The third topic of this video is cooling towers. There are a few ways to optimize cooling towers besides recycling water. Because cooling towers lose a significant amount of water to evaporation, this water is not being treated as wastewater and would be a great opportunity to save on wastewater costs through the use of a deduct meter. Installing a deduct meter for a cooling tower can result in cost savings exceeding $25,000 annually depending on the amount of water metered and the wastewater utility rate. Cooling tower sizing is also an area where money can be saved. Ensuring you have a properly sized cooling tower for the amount of chilled water that you need is a key way to minimize waste. If you have a very large cooling tower that runs a significant amount of time, Installing a variable frequency drive for the fans or installing premium efficiency motors for the fans may pay off for your facility. Landscape irrigation is the final area we will discuss in this video where water savings can be found. 
If your facility has a lot of grass or other vegetation outside that needs irrigated, there are a few things that might be beneficial to check on. The first thing is to look for any signs of leaks in your irrigation system. Underground leaks can be identified in a variety of ways depending on the size and location of the leak. If water is bubbling up from the ground or pooling in one spot, it's possible that there is a leak below it. Broken sprinkler heads and leaky pipes and fittings should be fixed or replaced promptly to prevent a further waste of water. It's also important to make sure your sprinklers are adjusted so that they're hitting the target area. Correctly adjusted sprinkler heads will prevent money being spent on watering parking lots and sidewalks. In an effort to keep a nice green lawn, people often overwater their landscape. Using an online tool to estimate how much water is needed for your region and time of year can help double check that you're not wasting water. Here's an example of an online calculator. By inputting your type of grass, region, sprinkler flow rate, and the month, you can see how many minutes you should be watering each week. There are many additional ways to save water that weren't covered in depth in this video. These include things like flow restrictors, foot pedals, and squeeze nozzles where water is used manually to prevent overuse of water in a sink or other cleaning process. Another example of water saving devices are water brooms to reduce water used for floor cleaning. Water can also be reduced in this area by increasing dry sweeping or vacuuming before mopping instead of exclusively using water to wash materials down the drain. Thank you for watching. For more ideas on how to save money on water, please see our series on the relative cost of water for food processors. A link to the series is provided below.